Lights out. Everybody. supernatural and the supernormal, dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly, so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you calmly, but sincerely, to turn off your radio now. You ass interrogative, it's gone. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? That is not paid for by them. That is paid for by the people of Detroit. You might be qualified, Emil. I'm not qualified for this job. Let me tell you something. You want to go right now? Okay? You want to go right now, Albert? Well, I, I do want to go, and we're going a little late, so we appreciate your patience. We've had quite the, uh, quite the morning. We've, we've all got sick kids in one form or another. Uh, Mark is on loan to uh, do some child care, and also he may be sneaking in a, a new version of the charlotte and dad podcast so brandon mcafee is taking our over we uh this will be a uh a flatulence free brandon we um yeah. we don't pay the extra fee i think that's a that's like a surcharge right an add-on i'm on my best behavior for the show and you're facing the other wall so if you have to i guess it's okay all right sean windsor of course is here he's taking a brief respite from watching michigan lose michigan state lose and michigan state lose a coach and working for a decaying newspaper Oh, is it decaying? According to our guest, yeah. Did, did you leave it out on the oh, porch? Oh, it's decaying. Did it, yeah. did it get rained decaying on? Decaying where everybody's handcuffed and nobody does any work and everybody stays in the, sounds uh, like their a, cubicles. And Where are you on the layoff list? This this sounds like a lover's lane. So I, yeah. I was, and, and, of course, we have Joey running Facebook Live. So, Joe, thanks for being here. I was going to say this is the ML Elric Soul of Detroit, but this week I think it's going to be more like uh, Siegfried and Roy. I'm just not sure who's the, who's the lion and who's going to be tamed, but I already see... That these guys are biting. I see Siegfried and Roy are chewing on each other. Which I just I, showed up, but which I think they usually go, do. I'll go with you. They usually do off stage. But be kidding uh, me. But Charlie's here. We're, say, that paper's doing well. Got to be doing what? I said you got. I said I, I'll go toe to toe with you. Invite me to come, but you want to go like that? I'll go like that. Well, you know, if you want to deal in facts, more people read the paper than they ever have. Now you want to talk about advertising dollars, et cetera, Number of reporters. Yeah, we don't need to get off on this all right now. The eyeballs are there. It's just you know a transition you mean, on, in the online. business. Of course, you know. Average, you're right. You're right. We're not a paper online. That's and, true. Good well, point. no, no, and it's uh, you know half half of the readership's not even in this state. It's it's the sports pages why people read it. Well, yeah, and news, local news. You're right. It's the sports. A lot of their Wings fans in Arizona reading this. Exactly. There's no question. All but the expats. That's what's you know, keeping well, alive. But it doesn't do good for advertising. No, our, it doesn't. Our fan doesn't care. Teresa has some good numbers on some of her stories about some of the you know crazy stuff that happens in criminal justice i mean people still it's like yes it's like the old remember the old police police gazette way back when people would read newspapers that were just full of crime i think crime still gets eyeballs on tv and on websites and and justice issues and stuff like that so so we're, we're gonna we're gonna get to the the hot part of the show uh, uh maybe <laughs> we'll get back to it in just a second but i i wanted to just talk a little bit about um, about Charlie's most recent episode of the No BS News Hour. We had Chief Craig on there, mm-hmm. and uh, Chief Craig making some news. You're talking about that on Deadline Detroit. Yeah, he's making some news. He's he wants more police. He wants more money. He wants more equipment. 
So he sounds like every police chief ever. Is there any chance he's got a, yeah, but a plan to get it? Yeah, no, none, none, there's no money. <laughs> so he sounds like every police chief ever. But you know, if we do the work and we look at the budget, and we look at expenditures, and we look at revenue, we're not going in the right direction. And every investor will show you that. And so the difference between here in New York and L.A. is we went bankrupt to supply that stuff to these people, and we haven't. The police make less now than they did in 2012. When the retired police make less now, for sure, and they have because no they all got a haircut, and and shootings are up, violence is up, murder is up. W- what are we doing here? So, you know, it was fair for him to come out because I'm toasting his ass for. Yep. You know, yep. I'm I'm trying to tell the truth. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. And so, make sure you not only check out Charlie's latest episode, but you check out Deadline Detroit. Now, I, I have an issue with. One of Charlie's more recent. Wait, wait, wait! Uh, Can we just set the stage here? Yeah. So, tell the folks why Charlie's here, what we're doing, and that sort of thing. Yeah, tell what, me too. Because our little uh, Charlie's Charlie's little fun with the free press a minute ago was completely out of context. No, Charlie's uh, that's Charlie's really good, John. That's good radio. <laughs> Charlie's is. clickbait. We're all using Charlie for clickbait. No, the reason why why Charlie's on. We've been meaning to have Charlie on for a long time. Because we love Charlie. Yeah, I'm glad. I am glad. It's, we wanted somebody who was thin enough in here to stand up. This is this is overdue. This is not fuck his knees up. This is like the Fox Two X Patriots hour. We should probably man. we should probably talk about what it's like to live without the yoke around your neck. But first and foremost, the reason why I want to have Charlie on is because Charlie had a uh, an episode. If you missed it, Peter Carmanos was on. Listen. It was a Church big. Church. Well, we all want people to listen. Nobody nobody wants their stuff not to be read. Nobody wants their stuff not to be heard. We do this not only because we believe in the work, but because we want to reach people and we can't make change without getting people's attention. And we talked about this when Charlie and I were on a panel at the Mike Wallace documentary last year in the Free Press Film Festival about people were saying, like, well, why is the news so sensational? Like, because you guys won't watch if we don't make it interesting. That doesn't mean we have to make things up. It doesn't mean we have to put our finger on the scale. But we all want people to know about our work because we all believe in it because we could all make more money doing something else were they saying sensational right. like what do they mean sensational doing like you know um, well to me sensational means great job you know not like uh you know that it's it's uh tabloidy but is, i think is it people, you mean like gay means happy is that, blur- what, you, is that what you're saying well then there's tabloid news right, right. And there's there's over um stating something and then there's the sensation of like how you conduct yourself on TV. Yeah. Like, well, know, there's also the you say like why are you in the trench coat, why are you in your underpants, whatever. You know, yeah. my well, my re- well, you won't believe what you're about to see, and then we see it, and it's like it's not. I, I do believe that. That's that's sort of sensationalism when you make yeah, it out to be more than just it really flat. is. That's just lame. But you know, I always learned, always thought, and believe it. It's a little box. You have to be big in the box, otherwise you don't watch it. It's I'll just go there. Yeah. Look at it now. Turn on your TV. Look at it's blasting down here. CNN. It's awful. And nobody's watching it. Local news. It's drab. It's redundant. It's it's not produced well. I got a lot of shit to do in life. You have to change. I didn't make the rules. I didn't kill the newspapers. I love the newspapers. I worked at the Detroit News, the little brother of I the know. Pre- I love it. And found a corpse in the train station, right? Yeah, and got hammered for that. So by the free press. So what back, did I do? Oh, back so, to Charlie's okay, so show. Goes way back. Oh, Char- ever since I walked into town. Okay. Charlie's show. He had Peter Carmanos on, and Peter Carmanos talked about why he thinks uh, Kwame Kilpatrick should be released. Now, I, may, may may I preface your preface? Um, he came in. We didn't even. I didn't. You got to follow that. We yeah. have to ask Pete Carmanos about Kwame Kilpatrick, yeah. but Pete Carmanos builds. He's a he's a billionaire. He's a he's a leader of the community. I wanted to ask him about. 
the skyscrapers and where we're sure. going and, you know, all that boring stuff. Second half of the show, we talk about Kilpatrick. Right. Just, just so that's clear. Like, yeah. I'm not resurrecting the Kilpatrick story. That's Understood. coming on. Understood. But that's what caught people's sure. eyeballs. And, and that's, what, that's what brings us together today because in the wake of that, uh, you know, the free press and news, everybody else chased that. Charlie wrote about it for Deadline Detroit and uh, all good stuff. All fair stuff, but but I, I took issue with something at the end of Charlie's piece in Deadline Detroit where he questioned the motives of the free press in the publication of the text messages, and that's something that obviously, that's a subject I know intimately, and uh, and quite frankly, you know, I took offense because it felt to me like you were making some insinuations and talking about some motivations which were not accurate, but also I kind of felt like, we're pals. Yep, it would have yep. been nice to get a heads up like, well, what were you guys really doing? And so Charlie and I exchanged some messages, and, and we're going we're gonna to have that discussion right now. And Charlie, read, read I, what I, I wrote. I want to we... tell you that, that whatever, wherever this conversation ends, one of the things I really like about you, other than the fact that there's always plenty to do when we go out, is that you came in here because a lot of people are not available or, or my schedule is all jammed up. We've, we've played with the schedule to make this work, and you've never used the excuse of, well, if you can't do it at 4 in the morning on the corner of Fort and uh, Shelby, then we can't do it, and i got to have only green M&Ms. So, so wherever we end up on this, people standing up and facing each other and having discussions as adults, boy, wouldn't that be nice in this country? Yeah. Maybe we could get people to think about that. So... So Charlie talked about uh, Carmano's appearance. He he. he were, does... you, were you standing, by the way, when you were talking to Carmano's? Yeah. You were lording over him? I just stand because I'm just. I mean, because I like that you're lording over I us. I smoke and drink coffee I know, and I, I know. buzz. It's your energy. Yeah. I, I got it. So I got it. I'm just trying to paint the picture here. So Charlie. And Plus, if you... you know what, by the way? when You see these cameras? There's nothing worse. Like Don Imus. Don Imus. You know, he's also being the cowboy hat. Yeah, it's on MSNBC Live. And it's just an old dude sitting in a chair. Like, this is the most boring visual. A microphone and a guy sitting there. So when I first saw it, I'm like, eh, we can move around. But you have a chin line. See, for me, looking down is not bad. If, if it's eye level or looking up, you see my fucking turkey neck. <laughs> well, I, I, I want to I accommodate our guest. He wanted me to read this. So other than uh, some shots at Brian Dickerson, who takes another dunking on the latest edition of, uh, of the No BS News Hour, he takes an earful there. Charlie writes that, uh, you know, if Dickerson truly wants a piece of the Kwame story, he might then consider pursuing his own line of reporting. It would not take long or much effort. He'd just have to stand up and walk across his own newsroom. He might clarify for us how the free press sat on Kilpatrick's text messages until after an $8 million settlement was reached between Kilpatrick and the whistleblowers Gary Brown and Harold Nelthrop. The paper was given the text by the whistleblower's lawyer, quote, for safekeeping, end quote, and was still in possession of them when a confidentiality agreement was signed between the parties as a condition for the money to be released. The Free Press published the story only after the money was transferred. Was the city allowed to be swindled for the sake of a good, albeit important, story? Did the Free Press know a confidentiality agreement was in the works? Did they make a deal? Do they care? And I'll tell you, I'll start with the end. Did they make a deal? Hell no. Do they care? Hell yes. Hell this, yeah. This is not true, what you wrote. It's not accurate. Uh, if you're asserting it as fact, uh, I think a correction or at least an apology is due. And I also should tell people I want to be really upfront about this. You know I'm, I'm underemployed right now. I am pursuing a job with the Detroit Free Press. But I'll also tell you this. I ain't never sung for my supper 
and I never hit my knees for an employer, prospective or otherwise. And I left Fox 2 because they wanted me to bend. I was willing to bend. I said I'll bend over backwards, but I won't bend over forwards. And I'm never going to do that for anybody. So everything I'm talking about is factual. It's from the heart. It has to do with this issue, and it doesn't have to do with any boss who might be listening, although we appreciate the download. Um, so if you want to factor that into your, your take on where I'm coming from, feel free. You're entitled to know that. But if you think I would sell out for anybody for a check, then why the hell am I still not at Fox? I just, I just throw that out there. So, Charlie, I just talked a lot. I'd like to turn the floor over to you. For what's the question? I answer those questions. Okay. And, and put again, put this in a little bit of well, context. Well, I, I just want to know, before you wrote this, as a professional reporter, as a Pulitzer Prize winning reporter, as one of the best reporters that I know, I would have appreciated a call because you know I did well, these stories. Well, let's do this first. Let's go I mean, like this. That's just, that's basic courtesy. That's, well, that's, that's no, journalism. No, I, can, can you just yeah. say what you were responding to? It, it, give, give the gist of Dickerson's column real quick because, again, we need some context here. Uh, Dickerson. Uh, uh, Ryan Dickerson, uh, columnist or op-ed editor, I guess. Writing a, a story six days later after the podcast, after everybody does. He wants his piece. Fine. He takes shots at Carmanos. He takes shots at me. Calls me a clown. Right, we're Neanderthals because the way we we look at government and how they spend our money. And uh, I, I was like, I'm okay. He, he did call you whip smart. I mean, oh, that, he, there that's was some, nice. That's there nice. were some bon mots in there too. I've, I've ne- I don't do that. Yeah. I've never done that. And and a, and a reporter writing a report about a reporter's report six days later is ridiculous, right? And I'm tired of being taken to the woodshed by this paper, like called controversial. Or when when me and my brother are the only two fucking guys that care about a dead guy in an elevator shaft and the free press is going after it. And I don't know, but there were other reporters in that building skating around playing hockey, right? Is that true? I believe I know one person right? who has With done de- that. So what the fuck? So, but I'm not going to name him because I haven't called him first to give him a exactly. chance to respond. That's why I got a beef with you, my well, man. Well, well, what's this? I didn't write to you. I wrote to him. Right. But, I wrote to him. But, so okay. you want to call me? I'm going to let you finish. Cool. I haven't heard I'm from him. I'm going to let you finish. I haven't heard from him. I don't even know what your role was. In the text message well, scandal? According to the, to, I mean, according to the attorney. the attorney. You know what my role was in that. We're at yeah, the bar. But look, We're at the anchor when the mayor resigned. But according to the, I mean, what is it, the attorney. Uh, that was not my coming out party. board, right? The text messages were given to Schaefer. I don't know what Jim he Schaefer. And, uh, and Mike Stefani, the lawyer for Gary Brown, talked about of the deal they made. Why doesn't Dickerson get up, go over there and ask? That's a fair question, and it's a question. But it's a question. Listen, if, if somebody at the free press wants to do a Kwame story, answer the one that's never been answered. Where'd you guys get them? What deal did you make? We protect our sources, but but this he already is, he already outed himself. But, but this, uh, assuming that's the truth, that's a guy in trouble with the law. Who knows? But here's why here's is he the in trouble thing. with the law? Uh, well, because he, uh, um, let me, shit, now I got to go in the Wayback Machine. He got in I, trouble with the law because he, was, he, he was signed, dis- well, he signed an agreement with the city for 8 million bucks and it was a no, cop. No, that, he sent a subpoena up. that he didn't have authorization to send. That's, that's where Stefani look, got in some trouble. You know, just everybody can Google rules, it, but, but like the, the, the role that he played with the free press and turning him over and not telling the city that he did it is why he got disciplined. So... It's a fair question. He's been taken to the woodshed. Except I'm not going crazy here, but Brian or Detroit Free Press, 
I mean, you cribbed enough of my stories. Yeah, but but here's I mean, I, I'm I'm just working. Here, here's the issue. There's an issue with that. So be it. No, no, but you can have an issue with Dickerson. And I didn't know. I, I wasn't intended to to take you out at the knees. So I apologize. If that's how it, no, I hate those apologies. I apologize. I did not mean to take you out at the knees. It wasn't my intention. Oh, well, my and knees I are was, good. I'm, I can, yeah. st- I, I well, can stand too. Let's hear this clearly. Are, they're still let's, good. Let's but. hear this clearly, brother. I apologize. It was not my intention to take you out at the knees, but I'm pissed. And if he wants to continue with the behavior, then answer some real questions about your own fucking behavior. So again, I'm sorry legitimate questions and i'll totally listen to the answer so so i appreciate that but i don't feel like like i personally need an apology because you 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 called out (laughs) okay brandon edit that out so my my issue is and and i understand why you're not happy with with dickerson but but he wasn't writing about why the free press settled all this stuff you kind of took him into a new topic and you started casting aspersions about the free press my problem with no, this I just is said, and, I said I asked the question. Okay, but so let me give you some answers that I could have given you if you'd called me before this was published, and we could. Had you written that about me? I would have. And we can be talking about. Well, let me, let we me can be talking about. Hold on, let me just right. get to this, and I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let you finish too. I'm, I'm stealing all of Kanye's best lines. This is important because it's not about me. People say shit about me all the time. You know, you've been in an arena. You know how many people say stuff about both of us that they, You're they don't the know document. us. They don't know nothing. But here's, the, here's, what, here's my problem is you've raised a question as to what the free press's motivation was in publishing the text message. You've raised a question or made an assertion that the free press was somehow complicit in a deal with the devil to cheat the city out of money. First of all, we did not know about all this stuff that was going on behind the scenes. We got the text messages. It took us a long time to make sure the text messages were were real. And I say that in the wake of, it sounds old now, but remember how Dan Rather got killed when he did that memo on George W. Bush that they thought yeah, was yeah. authentic and it turned out that it wasn't and they got blown up. We believe we had the real McCoy from the minute that we got them, but we had to do our level best to to authenticate them. We did things like comparing them to the mayor's private calendar. We did things like comparing to the mayor's public calendar. We did things like comparing them to the mayor's credit card records, which the free press spent a lot of money to get those records that the public was entitled to know. Right. And nevertheless, you got the text messages from Mike Stefani. That's your assertion. Well, that's, that's his, that's his testimony. Well, that's his testimony. Is is, is that correct? Because you have an agreement with our sources and uh, we can't reveal it. We're still bound by that. You have to respect it. I don't think I can sit here and have you badger me about raising it and you won't answer it. You said you You want to. What what am I correcting? You want a correction. What am I correcting? Dude, you're saying the free press was in a deal to get the plaintiffs some money. We sure as fuck were not. No, I didn't say that. I said this. I said you were in possession of them, right? It was going around that they were in possession of text messages we're trying to authenticate. Plus, we're trying to read them. When were you you made aware, and this is just a question because I didn't say it in there, when were you made aware that there was a deal with the city for non-disclosure? For non-disclosure? Like that that Stefani and Brown would not uh, reveal that these text messages existed. When did you become aware of it? Now, this is the best of my recollection. But it was it was before publication. But it was certainly it was before it was not publication. It was not before that deal was done. We didn't okay, know. No, about no, I didn't deal. say that. But I said, when did you know? So before the free press published them, and I would have published them, 
And they don't teach this shit in journalism school, dude, because it's real tough in real life doing real things. Respect for that. And I know the shit you went through. I'm just saying, you were aware before you published them that the guy that gave them to you, maybe... Well, we had to sue the city it. to get the agreement. We had, we were aware. You're always aware of things I, I before know, you publish but, it because you go to a lawsuit. Lawsuit. You, go, you go like, "Whoa, hey, wait, wait a minute." Now yeah. we're we're in, we're in some ethical fucking dark area here. He gave them to us, and then he signed. So you're saying now that you didn't know when they signed that deal that there was a deal going on about non-disclosure. So let me go address... Is that right? Let me 100%. address this specifically. The paper was given the text message by the whistleblower's lawyer for safekeeping was still in possession of them when a confidential de- agreement was signed between the parties as a condition of the money to be released. Not true. That's true. That's not true. Well, watch this. The Free Press published the story. Wait, 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 wait. You guys got, according to these documents, more or less, I don't have them from me, you got them on October 10th. They were, they were in discussions after October 10th and the first deal was hammered out on October 20th. That's according, okay, my, according to the document put out by the Attorney Discipline Board. That's my source. That's from talking to Stefani and everything else. So that would be correct. I'm not saying, you know, you got them from the city or you, you did a FOIA the next month, but you did have them and he asked for them back. Did you make a copy of them? He, Wait, he, you can't tell me because you can't out a source. No, that's not it. You're saying that we were given the, the, the things for safekeeping. That's what it said. I, qu- I quoted. There's quotes around that's it. Fine. That's from the report. And that... that Stefani uh, said that. That that. But your implication here is that we knew that this was for safekeeping. I'm assuming because that's... He gave them to you. I mean... Maybe. You can't tell me. You're saying the Free Press published story only after the money, the money was transferred. That's true, too. That's true, right, because it took us months to authenticate these okay, things. Okay, okay. But, but we did not know. So you did have them. We did not know that this was going on behind the scenes. That, that he... Sources w- do not tell you everything that they're okay. doing. Nevertheless, then, so now we got the answer, which is all I asked for. But you did know before you published them that there was a confidentiality agreement. Did you go to him and say, hey, you got trouble with this? Do we have trouble with what? Uh, your source, whoever gave him to you, if he was involved in the confidentiality agreement, do you say, hey, bro, we copied them. We're going to run them. We're aware that you signed a confidentiality agreement, which would put you in a bad place. Are you okay with it? Well, I can't tell you what discussion we then have with I the don't, source. It's difficult to have the discussion No, but, but when, he, when I come up with a very legitimate question here's the and questions, I can't get the answer. Here's the questions so you raised. Here's the questions you raised that, that, that I think are irresponsible and offend me. Was the city allowed to be swindled for the sake of a good, albeit important story? No. Okay, there's the answer. Did the free press make a deal? No. You didn't make a deal. Does the free press care? Yes. Okay, but let's let's go back to number two. I believe number three, absolutely. Number one, I got the answer. So number three is do they care? Okay, okay so we'll take that. Okay. Number one is again. Did the free press allow the city to be swindled? No. So Hell no. because you just answered, we weren't aware that they were going at that time. We weren't aware. Next question. Did the free press know a confidentiality agreement was in the works? So the answer no. to that one is yes. You said it. We knew there was a confidentiality agreement before, before we, published we published the stories. Well, but the boom. No, no, no. But you said. Well, the first one is. Let's go with what you said. We yeah. get, let's say we get the text messages in October. Let's just assume that's true. We did not publish until January. Right. It took us months right. to authenticate these things. Right. How did you find out there was a confidentiality agreement? 
we file a FOIA lawsuit. Uh, how would you against would the you, city? How would you know to file a, a, a FOIA about a confidentiality agreement that is confidential? How'd you find we, out about we that? We filed a lawsuit for records the city had, trying right. to find out what deals they You're had. Trying to get the text messages, authentic, your own copy. No, we're trying to get any documents right. between the city and the plaintiffs. And and how are you? And uh, these documents uh, emerged from that. But again, you had them, you read them, you copied them. The only thing that that's been answered here is between when did they pay it out? December? You say I, I couldn't tell you off right the top before, of my head. Before the payout, we didn't know. Thanks. You answered it. The second one, you did know there was a confidentiality agreement. But after you, we won our but, lawsuit, but, but that was after we got the text message, and I believe it's after the money was paid. Yeah, but you already knew. The fact we know about you it knew after the text it's messages done, were in their possession. You don't have no time machine, man. And here's the thing. We got your, we got your brain Here's here. the thing. This is the your, conversation you and I should have had man-to-man, reporter-to-reporter, before you put this shit out there. Well, I, is your name now in we got to have this conversation out. Yeah, but you well, why know isn't, who did this. Why, didn't, why doesn't Brian write a story like I asked him to? And you're using, you're using the work so Jim did and I did and, and the work the Free Press did I to, him to in, kneecap in Brian like Dickerson. I'm just saying, you got to beef with Dickerson, keep with Dickerson, but do not question the work the Free Press did at oh, great no, expense. That's what I, that's what I do. And we did a lot That's of work that saved this city a lot of money. And you know why we did it? Because we thought it was important and we thought the city would be well, better cool. off in the end. I mean, and I, it is. That's, that, I continue, so that's I continue to do it myself. Well, let me ask you this. Would you have written what time. you wrote if he had just written about the interview? As, because you made news with Carmelis, no, right? No. But you, I have asked the free press before those very questions and did not get the answer. No, I'm not talking about the... He, um, I'm just saying that, overall, that, would you still have written this if he hadn't used the phrase clown prince? If he just said a whip-smart showman, and, which and, is what he wrote. It, but, you, that's fine. You know, And he wanted to write because you made news with him, right? And he's a columnist, by but the no, way. No, that's all good. And then later, you know, look, okay, I, I got a Neanderthal look at tax policy. I, I let it go. I let it go for 24. I'm like, big fucking deal. No. So it was the name. So it was the names that, that yeah, drove you to wrote that. No, it's the fact that, like, you're talking right to me, Brian. That's what you did. Right, that's what I'm asking. So I'm going to talk right back to I, you. I really couldn't give a shit about Brian Dickerson, to be honest with you. I mean, Well, well let me go like this. See, here's the well, real... I'm not going to say that. He's a colleague of mine. Well, that's fine, but I'm just saying the I issue isn't I was whether... a colleague. Who does that shit? No, I, I, the issue isn't no, whether he and, he and, and uh, Dickerson are in a, in a beef. Well, they can work some... that out. But I'm not going to say I don't give a shit about you either. Well, let me, I got a beef. That's what I'm saying. I got, I mean, got a beef with you. I doesn't care about anybody, but I'm different. Here's what I care about is that the facts get out there. If well, it's no bullshit, it. we can't have any bullshit, and that's the thing. Got out. I felt some of that was bullshit. You, so you weren't we're aware. You now. weren't aware of it till later. You did have them. All I know is you that I played tag. We had the I text played... messages before we had any of this other shit. This other shit yes. came down later. Just let me. Give so you you're a basically history. saying, why didn't we stop? Uh, Hitler at such and such because well, later people, on he would have well, uh, the people buzz ask bomb. that right. But I'm Thank saying God you could have asked me, and we could have saved everybody all this trouble. We could just talk about new wave music, which people really love. I love it. There you go. You found something we agree on. Uh, here's another Is thing. This we great debate? Here's another thing we no, agree on. No, we do. Yeah, come we do. On now. And you know, come on, fearless now. journalists who aren't afraid to call out journalists who are full of crap, we both hold that in very high and, regard. And, and Sean, you want to ask something, but I want to make this point. I'm glad you followed your heart and in doing with your life what you're doing. But you will remember... You will remember when I'm talking about the hockey arena years ago, my shit's getting not not fucked with, pulled off the air, making apology, non-apologies. You'll know when I'm talking about Quicken Loan and the mortgage and that whole thing I was working on, they make a call and I'm, I'm got corporate on my ass. That story's dead for you. Do it. 
You know how many times, how many punches I've taken. How many, hey. how many guns I've had pointed at me. You know my heart's in the right place. Absolutely. That's... I did not do that to say, you know, I'm going to backhand and fuck Hillary. It's not no. about me. It's not about me. I know. It's about it. the It's work. not about us. The free press saved so Detroit. do some work. Yeah, okay, but you know what today? Yeah, but we got to save it every day. I understand that. This is 2007. But the fact what you don't like him. What are we doing in 2020? The fact We're you still don't doing like good him. work. Wait. We just don't have as many yeah. people doing no, it. And well, that was, that's and that was my issue with it. And the news is doing like, great work, too. You made it sound like everybody down there was handcuffed and was told by the executive editor that they couldn't... They couldn't rock the boat, I think was your phrase, which was a nice cliche, by the way. I'm sitting next to the guy here. If, if you see in the notes. Oh, hello, hello, Sean. I'm sitting next to the guy that says so. If you see in the notes, it says Charlie is a small crank. I didn't write that. I am a crank. I did so not write that. Okay, but I also said I'm this. just saying, look, all I know is I, I played touch football crank. with this guy one time and he tackled. Everybody yeah, else played touch and he that's tackled. That's right. Charlie's life is full contact. That's, that's my thing. So why exactly. did you reach out? So, because my concern about this is there you're not are happy at with least. Two dozen terrific reporters in town. I but that know one, many the free of press, them. yeah, like they, for the oh, way that bunches, was written, bunches. the way that was written could have meant everywhere but the free press. No, no. Here, watch this. Okay, hold on, ready? Because I, I didn't prep for this, but let me. I know, I know who. Look, uh, where is it? Look at your rock the boat phrase. By the way, you never would have used that phrase when you wrote for the news, the New York Times. I said the. What's going on with you, I man? I said the city hall reporter. At the free press is terrific and overworked. I also said there is no reporter at the free press assigned to the police department. This is crazy. It's done by committee. That's true. That's yeah. crazy. It is. And it's, it affects the good people there that I know. And again, Katrice Stafford, and there's a, there's, a, I don't want to, terrific. I don't want to name names of the free press. There's a ton of them. Your wife being one, she's fucking fantastic. She and could a good be at the kisser. Wall, Wall I wanted you to write that. Know, She's fucking fantastic she in print me. here. I did. It's in print. Well, I'm kidding. Oh, no, but I'm... No, there, look. There's a bunch of us, me, me and Mike included, that talk to each other, that, that buck each other but up. My but my thing but is... You, this you, time, you, okay, I can say that. It's my right. And it's accurate. Well, and you've answered half of it. But you would have been more powerful if you just addressed what Dickerson wrote instead of going... You know, big tent and swiping at the free press and trying to pull your buddy in here and Jim Schaefer uh, about the. I mean, uh, you you were going all over the place with that. Go after Dickerson if you want to do. You know that. what's nice is now we can have the talk about it. So look, I'm a columnist too, huh? But I didn't call anybody a dick or a clown or a Neanderthal. No, but you know he's a columnist, and you know it makes perfect so sense I'm a for column, him to write about it. I'm a columnist too. News, and you made it. You try to make it sound. It's okay, it's okay, but I can't. No, no, you had a good argument mine's against more, him. My, mine's but a better not question. The five days. That doesn't make any sense. Mine's a better question. So he, right? here's the thing: we're doing a whole show on it. Mine's such a good question. You, you can have a beef with the free press in 2020. Fair enough. That's but true. But it should not take anything away from the work that was done in 20. Oh, hell no. Or the, a lot of the good work it's done now. And Come journalism on, man. requires calling people we, and, and getting we stuff We need done. more. We got that straight. So I'm going to accept the apology whether it's withdrawn or not. But uh, It's not withdrawn. No, we do need more. Good. We well, do so, need more. So what else is going on, Chuck? We need more. And and you, know, know you know what we need more of? You golfing through Detroit. Well, so let me tell you how you can get more of this journalism. First of all, you can subscribe to the Free Press. You can subscribe to the news. Christine McDonald doing some tremendous work. You guys Dynamite. were talking, talking about the uh, Dynamite. About the he, you know what? When Next time you see Karen Dumas, so I want to ask her how she feels about the assessments because she was in City Hall 
when those reassessments weren't done. I'd be curious to hear what the Bing administration's take on that was because should be out of town this week. But yeah, perfect. It's a good question. Do it's a good question. You know what we do? Uh, let me and also uh, become a member of Deadline Detroit. Three bucks a month, you can support the work at Deadline Detroit. You can support the work Charlie does. I love it. They're, they're sassy. I, there. I love ninety nine percent of Charlie's work. There's one percent here. I can take it, man. You know, it's when Sean. Mike, That's why I called you. When you, when you're you gonna say lowly sports writer. No, I, dude, you're the one keeping the fucking place alive. You're the shit I do read every day on the toilet. By the way, didn't our old friend McGraw have it on the toilet? Well, that's nice. Well, that's where everybody does it. So, okay, here's the other way you can support this kind Are of content. Are you standing, by the way? Am I? I got a shit. No, but when you shit, do you stand? In France, well, yeah, nice they get a hole in the floor. It's called you, a continental loop. Or do you kneel, or do you kneel but not sit? Well, you know, in I blew my knee out playing basketball, so I don't know what I'm going to do when I get to Europe again. So that's bone on bone, baby. The Elvis swipe. There's no, so there's no cartilage down there anymore. They got the bidets. You're just going to have to get a room. You're just going to have to get I love a bidet. bidet. I, do, I love a bidet. It's so much better than toilet paper. You know what Sean calls those? Drinking fountain. You gotta be careful. Be careful. You know what? A oh, lot. Teresa I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, we're gonna edit that out too, baby. I'm sure plenty of you have heard about my friends at Zot Ford in Holly. They're they're pleased to be dragged into this. Uh, they sell tanks, so maybe you want to pick one up there. Not only are they known for having the hottest sales staff in Oakland County, or so they claim. Go see for yourself. But they're also known for sponsoring one of the other big podcasts on the Red Shovel Network, a little thing called the Drew and Mike Show. Well, as you know, one of the best ways to support our Soul of Detroit podcast is to support our sponsors like Zot Ford and DealsInTheD.com. In return, my boy Steve Gabar and his team will make sure your next purchase or lease of a new or pre-owned vehicle is fun, fast, simple, and easy, all while saving you fat stacks of cash. So if it's time to dump your current hoopty and pick up a fresh fly ride, go surf Zot Ford sensational deals and massive inventory at dealsinthedeed.com. And be sure and tell them ML Soul of Detroit sent you. And I'm going to do a read for Hall, too. I, you we, know what about Zot Ford? I say this, man. Next car I get is going to be a Ford. That's right. A car I can afford. And you're going to get that deal at Zot. What was uh, Run DMC for free. Said? I do have a car I can fix and afford. My name's Daryl Stevens, but my middle name's Ward. Anyway, so, okay. And they can't fly either. So uh, we're going to bump the sponsors together because I feel bad we're getting them to, to them so late because that's another way you can support this show. But I, I suspect that nobody's dialed off yet. I think people are still on the edge of their seats. That was I know. riveting. That was, it was cool. And I'm, 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 it's Hall. I know. I love Dave. Thanks for supporting our, our show, too. That's riveting. That's important. And it's, I think it's good. That's why, you know, I'm going to come. Yeah. One, I'm not, I don't fear you. Like, you ask what? questions, no, you I'm, answer the question. I do fear him. It's yeah, good true. for the public to know, to see us, because it's all a stupid show now. Well, so here's not a, all. I'm sorry, Sean. You're right. I'm overdoing it. No, no, no. I'm but, not saying that at all. I'm saying, I just think it's nice that artifice, five white guys are all sitting down here in a show called This the is the genuine Detroit. passion that people recognize. Now, here's something that we're doing in the corrupt fake news media that maybe the people that we report on could take a cue from. We're facing each other. We're answering all the questions. And if we don't know the answer, we say we don't know the answer. So this is, this is something that the rest of uh, our friends can learn from, which is, you got something to say, say it. It's you what stand the up. people want and no, expect out of the press. I don't even like to be Boy. the media. I'm the press. And I should be clear, okay. it does not say Charlie has a small crank. I just want you to start wearing a vest it's, it's, I do. It's, I hope. I was just right I just threw this on. I was okay. It's crazy shit going on. Because I, I wear a hoodie because I hate myself, but you like yourself, so you need to wear a vest. <laughs> you know what everybody needs to wear is one of these sweet ass hockey jerseys. You can get those at the Drew and Mike Store dot com. All size and colors are now in stock. 
It's uh, it's made out of um, virgin wool Is it poly? from I don't virgins like poly. that were cloned because, you know, virgins can't make more virgins. That's why virgin wool doesn't make sense. Let me think. That's, unless they're, that's, unless they're that's, young. That's not unless what it young. means. Yeah, well, oh, okay. See, we're kicking lots Is of knowledge. lanolin in? Hey, Thank um, you. Brandon, I, I appreciate your work today. I just wanted to extend Happy New Year greetings to you from our friends at Hall Financial. Thank you. They have a couple of questions for you. Mm-hmm. Are you paying more than 4% on your mortgage? No, but... You must be a customer. I'm very, 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 very okay. high. Everybody else, do you have ling- what? You're you're high with your mortgage or just high threes? Oh, I thought you maybe maybe hit a little bone. Have you called Hall? No, and I should. What does it hurt? Do you have a lingering high interest rate credit card debt? Yes. Okay. Well, we can't loan you any money, so you may or may not know that right now rates are within fractions of a percentage point of their lows of the last ten years. It must be true because somebody typed it down. A smart idea would be to call a company with over 1,000 five-star reviews that has recently been averaging 10 days from start to finish on listeners that have applied for a refinance of their mortgage. And that's, Sean, help me out here. That's Hall Financial. It's a simple process, and it's no secret that saving money is smart. You can get started by calling 248-308-5000 or going to Hall Mortgage David. HallMortgage.com. A lot of homeowners need to reduce their rate, shorten their term, eliminate PMI, or take cash out now. Is the time, even though the media isn't reporting it the way they were in August. Damn media. Rates are still historically low. I've heard the press. Oh, it's it's fake rates. Hall Financial is the place to call. Just don't take my word for it or my work for it. Take Charlie's. Uh, No, I'm a customer, Dan Morrison and Shannon. They got me a mortgage when I didn't really have much job prospects. Uh, They get testimonials and thank yous every week from listeners. That's what they tell us, so it's got to be true. Hall Financial has nearly 1,000 five-star reviews from their clients for a reason. If you want to check in and see if something makes sense for you, go to davidhallmortgage.com to get started or call 248-308-5000 and make sure to tell them that the soul of Detroit sent you. If you want to tell them no BS News Hour sent you, that's cool too, but make sure you tell them we both sent you. Equal housing letter NMLS one four six seven four three five. Well done. Whew, I'll tell you what. I'm glad for the reads because it gives us all a chance to to calm down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just want to make a, a quick appeal to uh, folks to uh, help us out at Clark Park. We're going to be talking about that more in an upcoming episode. Last night I was at Thomas McGee's in uh, Eastern Market. We were doing a VIP whiskey tasting for people who contribute and volunteer at Clark Park. We have our Clark Park Winter Carnival coming up on February fifteenth. Mike Ratai will not be there, so I've had to put together two hockey teams, and we could use your help. If you want to donate to support the children of Southwest Detroit, you can go to patronicity.com, search for Clark Park 2020, make a donation. It's fast, it's easy, and all the money goes to a really, really good cause. And I, I need to, so now, now I'm pissed at Charlie, and we're beefing, and now i got to kiss his ass a little bit, because the reason I got involved with Clark Park I'm still mad at you, brother. But the reason we got to get involved, you should call me, son of a... Anyway, so keeping moms out of this. The reason I got involved in Clark Park is because I love it, and I've been looking for a way to help them. And I was at Charlie's Chili Cook-Off for the firefighters, and he's raising a lot of money, having a good time. And I went back to Fox, and I said, hey, can I have an event like Charlie's? And they said, well, here's how this works. We don't do events. But if you're involved in something that's good, we'll help get the word out. And so I went to Clark Park. I said, what are you guys doing? They said, Winter Carnival. I said, well, can we do an outdoor hockey game? They said, sure. I said, you guys don't mind being associated with me? They said, no, we'll make an exception. Normally, we only deal with high-quality individuals. And so we put together this hockey game. It's almost six years ago. This year, we will have raised, in total, over $100,000. The station, Fox 2, God bless them, got really behind this. 
raise money, raise awareness of the great things going on at Clark Park through the Clark Park Coalition. And the way I did this, I was looking for a way. Charlie Duff showed me the way. So I got to give you all respect and honor for that. So thank you, man. You and you're still be. doing good stuff. Well, the, the, you know, you remind me. Again, 99% of it's really good. 1% of it's just complete yeah, I'm not even. I, look, dude, I'm not even like within 25 <laughs> points of, of that. You know, I mean, half the, I'm a fucked up guy. I admit it. But I want to say, just thinking back, oh, no, I, I love Fox, too. I love my time there. Great opportunity. It, it was, we did it, good it, stories. It was, just, it was just awesome. I, yeah. And I didn't leave out of anger or anything. I, I was sad and I was tired because by the time all that was done, I had walked into riots. Uh, I'm getting gassed. I'm getting gassed. Uh, getting the, the itches from the Rio Grande. I, it was hard. And the Rouge. Baltimore. <laughs> and the Rouge River. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> it, it was just at some, you know. Reporters get post-traumatic stress. Like, I covered Ground Zero for the year. I, I went to Iraq. I crossed the desert with the Sinaloa cartel. I put so... I seen so much pain and, and so much ripping off and such unnecessary poverty that I didn't go, you know, so what, you take my thing off TV. That's business. That's the way that goes. I accept it. I just was tired. I needed to get out because I was getting... Just dead. Well, plus you and so I, 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 you and I, I don't Kevin stay anywhere over. very long. It, I mean, we, we try true. new things. We're looking for new challenges. Absolutely. You know, and uh, yeah, I love Kevin the Roseboro, the news and director, great guy. I, I love newspapers. That's my, it's the best job in the world. And anybody that can hold on to one and do it really well, I love you. I really do. I, I do it for a whole lot less money. And it's, it's a whole lot less interesting because it's, you know, Detroit metro area. Who gives a shit? I could be in Iowa making a clown of these guys, but fuck it. Let's, let's, That's let's, why I did. Let's leave clown out. That's you, how this got started. Just, you you, you could be like whip you smart in Iowa. At Fox, too? I loved it. Because some of the pieces you did, right, really resonated. I appreciate it. You know what? how I approached it? I watched TV. I, I remember, if I could tell a story. Please. Bjork's husband was making a... A film, art film here down at the old uh, steel plant in River Rouge, right? Okay. S- something based off of a Greek tragedy. And we're at Roma Cafe. And we're sitting there, blah, 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 blah. I'm helping them out. going to induce them, please, this and that. And I go, hey, I'm, I'm going to take a job doing that. Because Fox 2 is like, come on. And I go, why would you do that? And I said, because that's mass media. We all look at it, and to be able to take that thing and play with it, right? The only way I did TV was I know what I would watch. That's, that's it. And I learned. And I learned that, you, you know, it was great when we were doing it, and I'm not done doing it. I just don't, either. I don't want to leave Detroit. I got job offers, but... Why don't you want to leave Detroit, by the way? Um, I got a daughter, you know, and... She was born in L.A., and I was a stay-at-home dad for the first year when I left the Times. And I realized we're alone here. Like, this isn't our culture. My mother's here. You're here. He's here. My brothers are here. I'm from here. I love it. It's fucked up. So I hate that. But I love it. And I want my daughter to be one of us because that's the best thing I know. And I've been across the world. This is the best place I know. And it makes a difference when you're changing lives and making things better for the people you love and care about. It feels good. And, and, and then when it doesn't happen, like, 
I was just flipping out this morning. Just I won't go into what I'm working on, but help us. Help us. I'm tired of the theater of it all. You know, like, all the, and the, this just in from Iowa and Pete Buttigieg just up. And, it's like, help us. The State of the Union. The rebuttal. Help us. Here comes the um, report on the state of the jails, right, in the state. And yet nobody knows that the feds have just popped into Wayne County, right, because so many people are killing themselves in there or that it's never had a health inspection. I guess they know now. Yeah, and, and, and so. Breaking news. Where's the no, sound? No, I wrote them all. Okay. Sure. I wrote them all. Okay. But where is all that stuff? You know, like you blue panel commissioners. Did you bother to walk in that hellhole? Those are citizens. Presumed to be innocent, please. That's, I don't know. I'll stop. So, hey, if you want more of this, all the Red Shovel Network shows are great. No BS News Hour. Check it out. Read 99% of what Charlie writes in Deadline Detroit. There's 1%. I think Charlie does his best work here, though, with us. (laughs) Hey, man, we don't have enough microphones. Are you liking it? Yeah. What's that? Doing this? No, it's fun to to interview you. So, for, oh, so you know, to speak. for me, I'm a reporter who has a podcast. I'm not a podcaster who does reporting. Yes. So I, I got I to gotta get another gig soon. And yeah. I've, I've, uh, I've been offered several that I've turned down, and there's a couple that I'm trying to, uh, to get lined up that involve – one's investigative reporting for radio. The other one, you know, we'll see what happens with local newspapers. But this is great, but I would rather talk to people about what they're doing – I other, decide. Other than me. You know, I want to do it. And I, want, I, I prefer to be a guest than to be a host to tell you the truth. Because yeah. if people are calling me to ask me about stuff, that means I've done something. And that's, to me, that's what this is all about. You know, yeah. This well, is about you know, and like trying you- to make a difference. It's not about trying to make money because, believe me, none of us are making money. I mean, we're cobbling together living down here. That's, that's basically Well, the, you, that's, look, this new way, it, it's, you can't stop it. If you see what, like, what's it called, Quibi, Katzenberg, Right, they're, oh, what they, I, I can't what, keep up with this stuff. What they're doing is this: I stopped at free. They're starting porn. a that enough for me over the phone, oh. and and it's going to be movies. Oh, is that television is that shows? Meg and Whitman from yes, yeah, yeah from yeah. IBM. Yeah, and uh, so everything's going to be no longer than eBay, seven minutes. Yeah. So the point is, see this phone? Are we still on Facebook Live? Yeah. Every you can't stop it. Everything is going to come here. I didn't think it was <laughs> possible a bunch of years ago. Like that's just. It, it, it sucks. It's too small. I got a 50-inch right. TV. I got a 2-inch right. TV. But my kid never looks at TV. Ever. It's here. So everything is going to be what we were already doing. You got to shorten up your copy. So everything's coming around, dude. So it's good to get out first. Yeah. You do some podcasts. You do some investigative stuff. You do make a documentary, which I'm working on. You do Take a shit on the free press once in a while. Fuck it. See what it did? It started a discussion. It was. It was that's not a bad thing. No, that's not. what we're supposed to do. So well, we're supposed to be right about stuff, and some of that wasn't right. Well, but that's that's I, what so I, far. I wait wait a minute. Let me do this. I haven't heard anything need to be corrected. I asked you out there. Tell me. Okay. Well, I, some of the questions we could have resolved before. Okay. You didn't like the tone of it, and like the fact I didn't call you. And again. Well, you put some stuff out that I think you know in your heart isn't true, but but if if you didn't I, know it, I, I we've would not it. do that. I, we, I, we've resolved I, it. We don't need to. You I know, want to make sure. Yeah, you were you were hurt. Hey, a little listen. Bit more. This is this is this is I'll what buy I you tell. to drink tonight because they're on Luke. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> always an asterisk. But this is what I tell the people that I do stories on, and they always think it's personal. It's like you know what I tell everybody: we're always going to be cool as long as we can talk. As long as you say what you got to say. We don't have to agree on stuff. We do have to talk. And, and you then know we what? have to be respectful. Yes. 
And uh, and that was 100% to me anyway, more interesting, us three talking, than Carmano's talking about he got, you know, Kilpatrick's letter to Trump. That was what, that was, that's, what you did, what you guys did over there was historic. And you did. You Possibly did. I, I, stay, I stand by it. He's a crook. And you did this town a service. And I know what you went through. So let me just get that on the record to your face. I appreciate that. Absolutely. And when I got here in the midst of that, I didn't jump in. You, you notice that? No, you went for the fire department. Because you knew, like, I'll go, you knew I'll those do, guys I'll from 9-11. I'll do the police. I'll do the right. fire. I'll do the ambulance. I'll, you know, I'll do all the other stuff. Because there's pros working that. I don't need to do well, it. Well, at the news, you had John Bebo and Darcy McConnell and other people doing really good work, too. I mean, they, yep. they were good people every, everywhere. Uh, I there was it some, there, too. There was some good stuff Scott Lewis did at Fox, too. So there was, there was plenty. Steve Wilson was the man. Steve Wilson did very good work, and he showed me the power of TV as we spoke about on our last episode. Yeah. If you missed it, check it out, The King of Confrontation, that we, we grew up I studied him. no comment, we, we move on. Steve Wilson got a no comment, we got shoved against the wall, and that was a no comment that really gave people a look at the mayor in a way that just writing no comment in a, co- a computer and printing it never did. So. You know what else I studied, just when you're asking about TV? I don't want to mimic him or anything, but Rob Wolchek, you know what I mean, like presentation the way he writes. that's because i'm the best <laughs> yeah yeah i'm great but should have studied me you should have studied me harder you're not as good I, as i, I told am. rob that if, if it were up Thanks, to rob. me and i was the the uh news director i'd put him on politics oh, oh my god he'd well, slay it let me just say this i'm glad you came down here and sat with us charlie because when i read your piece for deadline detroit it, i thought maybe you were a little wounded a little hurt I probably was. Yeah, and I could well, see that. Well, you took another run at Dickerson. If he's that small, why is he worth crushing twice? Because, I think he got to you, man. He yeah, got well, to I, you. He did. He did. And it's hard. I mean, I, I get no, blasted myself writing, writing columns all the time. And most yeah, of the time, they're you right can about brush you. It. Well, they are. Most of the time, you can brush it off, but sometimes you're like, oh, okay, I'll be honest. Okay, like that stings. I, you, I hear what you're saying. Like, goddamn, LaDuff's got some thin skin, right? But well, we you know, all do. I, I think it was no, no. I got thick skin, but I, I really do think it was a culmination of shit. I'm going to tell you the treatment that me and my family got after caring about a homeless dead man frozen in ice, I called my mother and cried. I'll never forget Anthony Bourdain when I took him around and the, the, the vitriol I was given by the people in the business. I cried. You mean for hanging out with uh, Bourdain? Yeah, and like, you, you know... You, and then you took Schmidt out for a mocha. Remember that? Yeah, and then, yeah, you, I did. <laughs> that was great. Schmidt was writing the hit shit. Well, I, that's what he was getting from his police sources, you know. Well, yeah, all of a sudden we're listening to the Detroit police back in, in that day, you know, in, in Kilpatrick. Yeah. Uh, we answered that 911 call. And I said, me and Max Ortiz, <laughs> the, the, the photographer, we stayed out there till dark. No, you didn't. And if you did, why is he still in the ground? Not in the ground, in the elevator shaft. Yeah. So I, I did cry to my mother. Why were, people, she, why were people giving you a hard time for hanging out with Bourdain? Well, because now that Tony's dead and you, you could... Because every time somebody comes in and points out Detroit to itself, they get attacked. Well, my, my only problem with the Bourdain stuff, and you guys had great chemistry, is that... He's an old friend. I didn't, I didn't see too much of the good parts of Detroit. Right. And, and, I, and there, I will say, when I listen to, porn. When I listen to your that, show... Is that the thing? I, I think you, you miss some of the good things that are happening in the city. And I don't mean the downtown stuff. I mean, there are parks in the neighborhoods. Well, and the this. neighborhoods Here's are getting better. It wasn't my show. It was his show. No, no, I mean, I mean on, on no BS. You, you, but we do, as reporters, we tend to focus on the things we think need to get fixed as opposed to the things that 
well, are getting the, better. Here's the deal. Right. If you ever step out of here, move away from here for a while, the name of that show is Parts Unknown. Right. And well, I think is, it's unknown that there are nice neighborhoods in Detroit there, to the rest there, of the world, to well, tell you the truth. There, there is no other city, right, in this continent where 90% of it is unknown. So, as Tony said, when they put out a statement you know, condemning him, he goes, I'm not the Chamber of Commerce, right? We showed people in this city what, what was wrong with Rochelle cooking beautiful right. greens. Greedy Greggs. Yes. What? Well, uh, oh, you didn't show the good parts. That's a beautiful part. Did you go to a pop-up restaurant? A uh, hipster pop-up restaurant, yeah. the pupusas, right? If I he, wouldn't have put the gin in the soup, though. I got it. That was a little weird. Well, dude, it was, it was a lame uh, bit. I'm like, Tony, let me help you with a lame <laughs> bit here, right? Let me help you. But I mean, food's not your thing, though. Again, I eat. Yeah. He showed yeah. a pack of plant. toast. I'm good. You showed a pack of plant. You, you do what you want with that, Tony. It's not mine. But again, 90% of this town is unknown. He had dinner with the firefighters. What, what was not awesome about that? Right. I stand by that a thousand percent, but I'm going to be called the, the hater. I don't like it. I love it. So I'm, I'm passing a note to Brandon. Uh, I'm wondering if we can skip the great debate this week because we're running long, and uh, we just kind of had a great debate, so it seems a little bit redundant. That was actually all- fun, man. Thanks for having me. Hey, man, you know what the that thing cool. is? This is what – so Rats and I do the hockey game. It all came out of a big fight, but the thing is people who care about stuff, they get hot. Right on. You know, that's the beautiful thing. And you call them rats. You know, you have an honorific – I don't call them rats. I call them, I call them sir because Nicknames. he'll elbow me in the face, which is tough because I'm taller. <laughs> But Sorry about a, tackling you, Sean. Yeah. Oh, it's okay. No, no, no. no. Oh, hey, I, I like your enthusiasm. It's, I think Devin Skillian maybe still has some bruises from a, some of those Channel 2, Channel I think he was 4 wearing basketball a suit. games. I think he was wearing a suit when he was playing. Either that or a t-shirt. One of those tuxedo t-shirts. Never had a tuxedo t-shirt. No, 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 I know what it was. It was a black, uh, it was a maroon, some people call it a um, spouse beater. Burgundy kind of a... I thought he had a Naugahyde jacket with a faux fur collar. Spikes coming out of his shoulders. was that Shaft? That might have been Shaft. No, now you're thinking of Kiss. I just liked your not a new wave band. That's what I remember. Not not a new wave band. So, uh, are we done? Can I go smoke? Yeah, no, you're good, man. You're good. We're always good. I'll see you tonight for the drink. Yes. Okay. Uh, Just one? I don't think so. We have two. You coming tonight? No. Okay. Sorry, got to work. Why? It's it's dying. Yeah, it is. It is. is. Damn. Where's my Where's my condom? I I do love your work. I, I. I read the sports pages. Well, thank you. Oh, this That's dude, human accomplishment. He was supposed to cover Michigan basketball yesterday. He ended up in East Lansing covering Michigan State, uh, new coach thing, and then uh, Michigan oh, State basketball. Is this a decent look? Yeah, let's talk about D'Antonio. That was going to be our great debate. I, I'm a, I want to talk about Harvard. Damn, I thought we were going to kill Harbaugh. a great debate and go right we to the I'm satisfied with Harbaugh as a Michigan man with a, with a letter and cheerleading. So you're but a Michigan man? I'm a Michigan man. I thought you were a man of the people. Yeah, that's... We got the best public university on planet fucking Earth, and I went Just to Just ask him. And I want to thank everybody out there that's a little bit older that paid the taxes to get me educated because I'm home to do the counting that they asked me to do. I'm satisfied with Harbaugh because there are no sex shit going on in the, in the dorm rooms, no cocaine, no firearms, no lawsuits. I'll take nine and three Just because it's always been that way. It's always been that way. It has. Always. Nine wins isn't bad. It's better than Sparty. The Shit, last man, we always got a shot. We almost beat Ohio State a couple times. Fuck it. Everybody relax. Just football. It's young guys in tight pants. I, Stop I, it. I prefer Rich Rod, but that's just me. 
Yeah, see that you know we got some violations and you know Michigan State's. No, as a Spartan, I prefer Rich Rod. We oh beat the God. shit out of that hillbilly. I'll never forget, man. It Let's was get at, that geek of the week queued up, Brandon. If we it could, was please. At Michigan State came in. The Sparty came in, and I love State. It's got the name Michigan in it. I'm for it. Sparty comes into the big house, and Michigan ends the game with negative rushing yards. What we like to think of ourselves as is Michigan people is the baddest, smartest, handsomest dudes. It's not true. But that's what we like to think we are. So when Sparty comes in and kicks your ass in the negative yards, ooh, you really just find out the what you really time, are. Hey, the next time you come, will you wear khakis in honor of the man you clearly love? Well, hey. you know, I'm starting to get that prostate thing, so I just tend to wear dark pants. Not now. only am I wearing khakis, but after I've seen Drew the in the pictures. You notice how Drew's got dribble in all of his pants? Those pan- aren't quite khakis. Those are like cargo Shut pants, man. Well, that was your, your, these your are, listeners these are, are doing that. Those aren't khakis. Those are, that's like saying you live in Detroit. Those are cargo <laughs> pants. <laughs> I, I get the same problem, dude. I ain't going to lie. Okay, looks like we're just going to do the Drew and Mike show right now, too. So, yeah. uh, all right. Oh, man, the geeks have inherited the earth. <laughs> what a dork. Does him wanting to play with us again mean that he's turning into a geek? Or we're turning into that guy would never leave. I love how he ended. He, he was sorry, and Michigan guys are ugly. So uh, so we got all the important points covered. So our Geek of the Week. Let's Can we just skip to room, whatever it is? No, we're going to do Geek of the Week really fast. <laughs> geek of the Week. Uh, the people who make those commercials during the Super Bowl that they spend so much time on and okay, so much suck. money on. Okay, they suck. Let's move on. And so much thought on. I, I just want to throw in honor of Mark. This is a topic he wants to talk about. I thought the Oil of Olay commercial, that's the only one I saw. I guess now they just call it Olay. Olay. Yeah, like it's bullfight or something. I wasn't sure after watching that whether their point was women can be astronauts too and are really smart, or one of these women is smart and the other two women are the kind of goofballs you expect women to be in space. What the hell was going on with the that? The actual commercial is Make Space for Women, and you saw the women and they were shooting off into space into the shuttles and all this good stuff. All very impressive, and it's women do that. telling you that these women... They can do it, too. They can be astronauts. It's very empowering. But then it ends with slapping a button, and they jettison themselves out into space. So it kind of, at the very end of the commercial, contradicts itself. Yeah, they undercut the message. Yes. And they spent millions of dollars on this? Did anybody think of how this would play? Did anybody show this to anybody? Did anybody call anybody before they published this and then get straightened out later on a podcast? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I don't want to try I and like bleed the, the other I like the mansplaining you're doing right now, though. That's Which nice. one? The mansplaining you're doing right now. Uh, you're saying that you're, you're saying a, it's okay for, I don't know, whatever it is. You're trying to rule women. All I know is that Charlie DeDuff just walked out and kissed me in the neck, and it felt <laughs> like his tongue was kind of, you know, Doing, if, it, doing if its you, thing. It was like a a nicotine, French, it was, if you have a nicotine stain, we'll know that he really... It was a French kiss on my mole right here, if you know what I mean. Oh, wow. Wow. And uh, on that note, we're going to get the hell out of Geek of the Week because it's getting a little creepy in here. And we're going to go into Room 7609, but but it's a very platonic Room 7609. We're not looking for you know long-term relationship. Not even to holler at each other, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, okay. Well, you, yeah. <laughs> See what you're missing, Mark? Not only do you miss all the excitement, but 
We're taking things in a little different direction this week in Room 7609. I think everybody knows Echo and the Bunnymen, so it's not really like we're introducing you to a new band. And so much of their stuff is so good, it's not like we're digging up a hit that was overlooked. But what we're going to show you is something from a little outfit called uh, Go Home. It's Echo and the Bunnymen in a way that you maybe have never heard them before.
Sean, that's Echo and the Bunny Men and who? The White Stripes. White Stripes. Isn't that an awesome mashup? Yeah. And what what tune is it that they've somehow uh, seamlessly filtered in there? Seven Nation. Yeah, so this is... The uh, anthem of football stadiums and yeah. basketball arenas. And it's a great tune, country. but it almost you almost get tired of it. But when you see it refreshed like this, I mean, it, it just it just brings home what a great song both of them are. So that's "Killing Moon" by Echo and the Bunny Men, mashed up with Seven Nation Army by the White Stripes, Detroit's own White Stripes. Um, and if you really like White Stripes music and everything Jack White does, check out uh, Third Man Records in. Um, in Midtown, it's a really, really cool place, and they do cool things for the city as well. But uh, Go Home is the one who created that mashup. They also have a killer mashup of Imagine by John Lennon with Band on the Run, The Specials, a great ska new wave band with Tramp, a great disco band, Carl Douglas, everybody's kung fu fighting with Arcade Fire, whoever thought 45. those two would come together. The Commodores and Burt Bacharach, believe it or not. And there's another great mashup out there of Echo and the Bunny Men with uh, ABBA doing Voulez-Vous. So, uh, so even when you think you've had, oh, I know Echo and I, I couldn't listen to any more Echo and the Bunny Men. I could never do. There's always a new way to appreciate new wave music. And we love hearing from you. We love getting your suggestions. I had a lot of suggestions that people sent to us at mlsoulofdetroit at gmail.com. And as I was looking up these bands, I'm like, I don't know if that's quite New Wave. It's not quite Britpop, but it's it's part of a genre called shoegazing. I'm talking about Lush. I'm talking about Blur. I have never heard of shoegazing. It's like a half of a heartbeat that came between New Wave and Britpop. But uh, we appreciate those suggestions. We'll check them out. We'll try and play them. Um, we also want your phone calls. Give us a call. We need to get some cool voicemails to play on here. I've got Mr. Bonerline himself, Brandon, working the uh, wheels of steel over there. I would love to have some of our own voicemails to play. And you can call us at 313-288-9070. That's, if you're really cool, 313-Butterfield8-9070. Brandon, how much would you like to hear those sorts of calls on this show? Absolutely. I think that any type of listener feedback, especially when you can play it to the other listeners, it's, it's fantastic. You can also text that line, too. Don't forget. Oh. So if you want to send ML a message that you don't, maybe don't want your you know, voice on the air, go ahead and send a message to 313-288-9070. And then Siri will read it. Yes. Do not let Brandon and Siri down. We really want to thank our special guest. We want to thank him for most of his work. Some of his work kind of kind of suck but for the most part charlie duff thanks for coming on the host of the no bs news hour you can check that out no bs on the news hour maybe a little bit yes on deadline detroit but we're working that out no filter sports check that out and of course the drew and mike show who is evicting us right now so they can do their show we appreciate if you would subscribe rate share our show and support us we are at uh mlsoulofdetroit.com. You can see old episodes, and you can donate because you can be a sponsor. And if you patronize one of our sponsors, Zot, Ford, and Holly, or David Hall Financial, let them know that ML sent you. And we're running along, so I'm going to just end with a quick call to my friend Cyrus. Cyrus, will you please get us the hell out of here? Can you dig that? Can you dig it? Yeah.